This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, published by the Masonic Service Association of North America every month since 1923. This, the Short Talk Bulletin podcast, is produced in cooperation with the MSA and is made possible with the generous support of a grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota. This is Brother Michael Johnson, Grand Junior Deacon of the Grand Lodge of Kansas, bringing to you the Short Talk Bulletin, Volume 95, Number 11, from November of 2017, the mentor's gavel that I originally wrote for the Kansas Freemason. In the first degree of masonry, the common gavel is used by the operative mason to break off the corners of rough stones, or by the speculative mason to divest our minds and consciences of all the vices and superfluities of life. In this degree, we are taught that the rough ashlar symbolically alludes to ourselves as imperfect stones to be shaped into that perfect ashlar we hope to become. Making ourselves better suited for the plan the Grand Architect has written down in our Book of Life. These metaphors are outstanding concepts we should all hold dear to our heart as we will not travel very far on our Masonic journey without them. However, there is an additional perspective on the gavel that is not often considered that is equally important. We will never traverse the road of life and find joy in doing so without the helping hand and guidance of those around us. Our brothers are specifically suited for this purpose, as they have obligated themselves to a lifetime endeavor to do so. Deep consideration of this concept reveals the gavel we each hold has a dual purpose. The first is to our own rough ashlar, but the second is to all those around us whom we call family, friends, and brothers. As brothers, we take our obligation seriously and live in the manner our fraternity teaches through its several lectures and ceremonies. It is important to understand that we have a profound effect on those around us, intentional and unintentional. The latter will result if proper thought is not invested into the relationships, and the results will be unknown. That is not the goal. Instead, the prize is the positive, successful relationships that witness the personal and fraternal success of brothers that occur because of insightful, intentional interactions that place others first. We accomplish this by using that gavel we have come to know so well through the introspection and improvement of ourselves. Remember, to be a mentor, we must be intimately familiar with our own positive and negative attributes, and only the experience this process affords will enable us to effectively mentor those around us. A slight tap here and a calculated strike there with that gavel begins a process that will form that stone into a square in ourselves as well as others. It is no accident that this working tool is introduced in the entered apprentice degree, since that is the beginning of our Masonic journey that will offer spiritual and moral growth. If we do not consider the consequences of our actions, a wrong word or an unintentional action will cause a stone to fracture and break, thereby losing a potential contributing member of our great fraternity. This is indeed a weighty responsibility, as the skill required to make those calculated strikes is considerable. To do so, it is important to understand the gavel's use and how it is wielded by the craftsman's hand. Depending on the task, our brethren have utilized a few different types of gavels. We have seen the more honorary type of gavels that are used in our lodges that resemble those used by judges. 
This type of gavel has two flat surfaces and represents authority. There is also the maul, which is flat on its top and is used to strike the chisel that forms that rough ashlar into a perfect ashlar. Then there is a gavel that has one flat surface, with the other side being a pyramid-shaped cone used to strike and form a stone into the rough ashlar we contemplate in our ritual. That is a gavel we use to take men who want to enter our lodge and hone them into the rough ashlar that will eventually support our fraternity. While a mentor is not restricted to the exclusive use of this gavel, it is a working tool used on candidates at the beginning of their Masonic journey. After all, it is not even known yet if they are a good fit, or are willing to invest the time necessary to gain proficiency in our degrees. This determination should have occurred throughout the investigation process, yet it is not always clear until the degree work. To exemplify this in the analogous perspective of our ancient brethren, the operative mason had to know the type of stone he was working with to determine the proper skills, techniques, and processes to shape that ashlar into the necessary building block required to precisely fit the adjacent stones. To accomplish this, the mason must understand how the different types of igneous, sedimentary, and metamorphic stones are formed and the unique consideration each requires how hard to strike that stone, and at what angle, as well as a plethora of other details only experience reveals. So it is with the present-day speculative mason who mentors candidates. He does not know what type of person he is dealing with until he begins the mentoring process. As that relationship grows, the mentor will grasp the proper techniques and skills required to successfully mentor that candidate. At that point, he starts to form that rough ashlar that will eventually smooth and be fitted for the builder's use. This perspective is not readily visible in the everyday consideration of our lectures. In fact, one must look specifically at the types of gavels employed in antiquity, as mentioned previously. According to Masonic scholar Paul Bessel, Freemasons are taught that the common gavel is one of the working tools of an entered apprentice. It is used by the operative masons to break off the corners of rough ashlars and thus fit them for the builder's use. It is not adapted to giving polish or ornamentation to the stone, and hence it should symbolize only that training of the new Freemason, which is designed to give some limited skill and moral training. The common gavel is not designed for this precision necessary to make those stones perfect. It has a conical shape at one end that is unable to make perfect strikes that flake off rough areas and make them smooth. It is slightly unwieldy and is the first tool used by the operative mason to begin the formation of a rough ashlar, after which the craftsman will use the chisel and maul to smooth that stone. The common gavel of the entered apprentice degree is no different. It is introduced at a time when we are rough, and young in our Masonic journey. We are just not simply rough ashlars ready to be molded without any investment. That is very naive indeed. The rough ashlar must be formed just as that perfect ashlar is worked over a lifetime. The mentor is there to help that candidate understand this process, to help him understand what type of stone he is, how to best proceed to teach him and mentor him to learn and utilize the proper skills and techniques to grow spiritually and morally. That is how the mentor's gavel is employed. 
the next time you look at that gavel and consider its use, please take a moment to ponder what your action or your inaction does to others. This is Brother Michael A. Smith, a voice for Freemasonry. And this has been the Short Talk Bulletin Podcast, produced in cooperation with the Masonic Service Association of North America for the purpose of providing a common stock of vetted Masonic information to all of the constituent lodges of all of the member jurisdictions and is made possible through a generous grant from the Grand Lodge AFNAM of Minnesota, who have been engaging and inspiring good men who believe in a supreme being to live according to the Masonic tenets of brotherhood.